Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my co-host, or my good friend and co-host, Clint. It finally happened. I messed it up. Oh, man. I, I lost good friends. Like <laughs> you did. Yeah, you're just a co-host <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but today, <laughs> we're talking about uh, getting older, which I realize yeah. um, for some of our listeners might be an eye roll because we're not really yeah. all that old. Um, yeah, especially you, man. You're a baby. Yeah. So I, okay. So I'll give my age. I am 31. I'm fairly, yeah, yeah. 31. And I'll you just, just celebrated just 36. 36. Yeah. yeah. So in the grand scheme of things, I would say we're, you know, we're kind of young, but yeah, I liked, how, I liked how Angela said in, in our text message, cause she wasn't <laughs> going to be available today is that like, the oldest person, the person who's older, uh, oldest of us is uh-huh. not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, right. Uh, but yeah. That's yeah, right. so, you have to deal with, with us. That's right. So while we're somewhat young, we have lived at least enough life uh, that we have some experiences to uh, rely on for the, the questions yeah, I mean, we're going to ask. Yeah, I mean, we're you're a little less than halfway, you know, done <laughs> with the average with the average age expect life expectancy. <laughs> what a way um, to look at it. Yeah, you're, you got about I'm, half. I'm, you got about half your life left. I'm a, maybe a little. Well, when you think about it, like, and look, we'll talk about this later about outlooks. I mean, it's like as much as I've lived, I'm not. I'm only a little over halfway there. <laughs> right. So, so all things. What's left? Average. <laughs> av- yeah, average. Take it in. I've, I've got just as much to live as I have that I've already lived. Uh huh. Which is uh, pretty amazing to think about. Yeah. All right. Like, so we'll I, just... I don't look at it as I'm not a glass half empty guy. I'm like, man, my glass is only half full. I've got I got half more of a glass. It's still up. <laughs> right. Which, if you're like me and you like whiskey, that's a good thing. So. Um, all right, so uh, let's just ask the first question: what, What's changed as we've gotten older? And this is not including getting bald, getting chunkier, <laughs> waistbands expanding. Yeah, getting grayer hair. <clears throat> but what's changed yeah, for you as you've gotten older? Or no hair? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, just when I was younger, and like I and we talked about this before we hit record, is I didn't I didn't really have any specific plans for where I wanted my life to be when I got older. Um, but I can remember at a specific time when, the, you know, my wife, who I'm married to now, we, we were dating and my parents had, had been divorced. So I, I was largely, uh, sullied on, on marriage. Um, didn't want to get married. Didn't want to have kids. Kind of want to do my own thing. So now I'm 36, been married for, uh, almost 10 years, eight, uh, seven years. And uh, have three children under five, or five and under. Um, so for me, what's changed is uh, I've come to appreciate marriage. I've come to love fatherhood, um, and I've come to just appreciate the day to day. I don't have really any long range plans, which um, that may may scare some people. <laughs> um, I kind of just wake up in the morning and deal with what's on my plate and yeah. uh, plan a little. And, but I don't, I don't worry about the future yeah. a whole lot. Whereas when I was younger, it was all about like, okay, I'm worried about graduating college. I'm worried about mm-hmm. getting married or, or finding that person at least that I would spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I know for me, as I look back, um, when I was younger, I, there are a lot of things I regret. There are, 
just how I carried myself. You know, I think of 2012 to 2017. That's probably the most recent span that I can recall. I was reading a lot of heavy theological books. Um, my dream, you know, talk about long-range plans. My dream was to have a library and to have it filled with these just super heady theological books, have a uh, leather-bound chair with the fireplace and just sit around and just read all day. That was that was a goal that I like an actual goal yeah. that I had. Um, yeah. And during that time, there was... Man, I thought that was a goal for your thirties. Uh, I don't or think like, I, I don't think it was set. I don't think it was set time yeah. frame. But like, just as I'm looking in the future, I want a home, and I want a room dedicated to that. Um, but during that time, I don't. You couldn't have told me anything that I didn't already know. You know, I was very arrogant. Very, um, I thought I had everything figured out. Firm in my convictions. And so what's changed from then to now is um, I would like to think I'm, I'm less arrogant, but that's because I've been shown just how arrogant I was during that time. And um, yeah. just through different and various experiences, just life, uh, I was shown to have not really known what I was talking about in that time. And I also think of, um, you know, high school, my, my attitude with my parents, it was all very, very arrogant very know-it-all. Um, I thought I had everything figured out. Um, and so just through various experiences, one in particular um, I can think of and I can recall, I was arguing with an atheist. And we're actually good friends today. Um, I, he might listen to the podcast. I don't know. Um, we interact every now and then. He sends me uh, Christmas cards <laughs> so, through the mail. Yeah. Um, and he was able to show me just how, you know, he's a philosopher, like um, an academic philosopher. And so he was able to walk me through how just how little I knew. And it was a very humbling experience. Um, yeah. So getting older, meeting new people and, and experiencing just how foolish I was in my younger years, um, that's what's changed for me. So yeah, what, absolutely. I didn't even I didn't even really talk about how meeting people outside of my faith and people outside of my comfort zone um, really helped shape me. Yeah, and that, that um, kind of spurs into the next question. What, what has brought on that change that we just talked about? So, go, yeah, go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, I mean, so, um, I mean, I've, I've met my, my acquaintance and friend group sphere has grown a lot in just in the last, you know, five or six years. And, uh, and obviously having kids, uh, being married longer, like not newlywed really anymore. I, although some people may laugh at that and think, oh, I've only been married, uh, you know, seven years, eight years. Um, what do I know? Mm -hmm. You know, the fact is I've experienced a lot. Having, having children will cause your marriage to, uh, to grow or, and change a lot. And mm -hmm. so all of those things have served to, uh, to kind of change my outlook. And that's what's and and so meeting all these meeting all these people and, and I think you and I both have this common experience having a lot of people come in and out of our lives yeah yeah uh, really quickly really what we would um, consider to be very close uh, yeah friends. people that we yeah. people that we've we've grown attached to in a very short period of time yeah having those people move on mm. from us whether that means leaving our town you know leaving um, moving away whatever um, yeah that affects 
us. And so what it, what it means, it, 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 it could have the effect of that I hold every relationship really, really loosely. Mm-hmm. But but if for me, instead of that, what it's caused me to do is I hold every relationship um, almost maybe to a fault uh, more, more tightly. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to experience the most with these people while I have them. I never yeah. want to assume that I'm going to have them for 20 years. Right. You know? Right. And so, uh, and, and so I, while that worked, that's how it works with my friend groups and my, and people we go to church with and, uh, and even acquaintances, loose acquaintances, I think about with my children. I mean, my, my son is, my oldest is five. I mean, so when you think about it, you know, if he lives at home till he's 18, I mean, a, a third of his, of his time with me is, is gone. Mm. Um, and so that doesn't mean that I worry about the future, which we'll talk about in a little bit. It doesn't mean that I that I feel the need to rush and experience things with him. It just means that the time I have with him is sweeter. Yeah. It, I I, I want to make it. I want to make the mundane things we do, like bath night mm-hmm. or gymnastics practices uh, or playing outside. I want to make those things. Uh, I want I want to realize how special they are. They're right. not just day to day things. They're part of what. They're part of our relationship. So every day is important. Yeah. You know? The word that uh, comes to my mind when I think of exactly what you're describing, uh, how things have changed is relationships and people are far more precious to me than yeah, they, than they used to be. Because yeah. what I don't want is to lose these people and think, man, I, I just thought I'd have them forever, so I didn't experience life with them. Right. You know, we kind of just went through the motions. Mm-hmm. And so... And I mean, I, I I don't wish this. I would never wish this on myself or anybody else. But if if something should happen to one of my children, I have a lifetime of memories, right? To go back to fall back on, mm. you know. And so, and the same thing with a marriage. Um, if something should happen to my wife, um, while I certainly want to experience a whole lot more with her, um, as we've gotten older. Uh, we have a lifetime of memories together mm-hmm. that I can go back and fall back on and remember. And that makes, that makes my day-to-day life um, very sweet. Yeah. And it makes, it makes a random Wednesday in January uh, important. You know? Do you, so this is a, uh, <laughs> this is a question that came to mind. Feel free to not answer it. I think we can cut <laughs> it out. But um, if, so if Roya died, would you, would you remarry? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I, I really don't. I think it'd be. I, mean, I, I think, think it'd be hard too. It would be really hard, especially. I mean, look, logistically, kids make it harder, right? Yeah. Because now it's not just I don't need to fall in love with someone else. My kids need to. Yeah. Well, and and, vice, and my, vice versa. I got a buddy who jokes about like if his wife died, he would just go find the next person on the street. It's like, look, you don't even have to sleep with me. Just come help <laughs> me raise these kids, because right. he's got four kids, yeah. so. But I, I've always kind of yeah, chuckled I mean, at that. I definitely could. I definitely could understand, like, if I met someone else, it being much more, much less about that romantic attraction mm-hmm. and more about like just utilitarian. Uh, well, benefits, a, a, you know? a companion, a partner. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. And we see that, right? We've seen that in our in our church. Right. Uh, yes. Older, you know, sixty, seventy year old people whose spouses die. They yeah. find companionship with one another, and they get married, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so you know, it's not about the physical intimacy at that point. <laughs> it's about it's about friendship. I mean, um, so I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, um, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm 36. I definitely don't have as much to offer uh, <laughs> someone else. Uh, I got I nothing, man. I don't know that I, I'm bald. Yeah, I, mean, I got a gnarly beard. It's all gray. Yeah. I'm. 
a little bit chunkier yeah. now. Yeah, I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, exactly. And I got, and I got three, three toddlers. I have three toddlers <laughs> that, that come in. in Please in, help you know? me. So I, but I don't know. I, yeah. I'm not. It's not one I say. I'm not one of the people that says absolutely not. Right. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not one of the people that says, "Oh, absolutely, I need right. to have somebody." Yeah. Um, it's kind of like what you said earlier, taking taking things day by day, which I think there's yeah, a lot of wisdom I mean, in that. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. Live, I don't wake up today uh, thinking about it. You know. Right. I don't think about not having, um, not having Roya around. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't. I don't even. Wanna, I don't want to get in that frame of mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some things for me that have um, caused me to change as I've gotten older is experiencing death, experiencing loss, experiencing pain. And it's exactly how you put it. I think we we're saying different things, but we're, we're arriving at the same conclusion that experiencing those really sad things, um, you know, it could have sent me spiraling, but instead what it has done is helped me to see just how precious the things I, the, the people that are in my life. Um, cause like I was talking about in that period of time that I mentioned before, like probably around 2012, 2017, what was really important to me then were winning arguments, being right and wanting everyone in the room I was in to think I was the smartest person there. Um, and now experiencing those really sad things, death, loss, pain, that has helped me to see those former things I wanted for what they really are. Um, and there's no, there's no joy in that. So say, say I'm able to convince everybody in the room that I'm the smartest person there or that I've won every argument, uh, that I'm always right. I don't know that there would be the joy in that, that I'm experiencing today in light of experiencing the death loss and pain that I have it helps me see things a little cl- more clearly. Um, all right. So real quick, uh, what is your outlook on the future? I look forward to getting old. Yeah. I, why is that? Because, well, just because I, in, in, in my life, I know so many people who are older, um, and that have enjoyed their life. And I want to, get to that point like i want to be older and have more of my life that i've enjoyed you know um yeah and then ultimately um i trust god that wherever i'm at 30 years from now um at least i hope my outlook is um the same today as it's the same then as it is today Mm -hmm. that that uh, my my children will be grown. They'll have no doubt, you know, kids of their own, marriages of their own. So I think about all the things that I have left to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to those things. And that, that says, and we haven't even talked about, I mean, this is another podcast. We haven't even talked about like what the world looks like. Yeah. We're talking about our personal life. Right. And what, you know, what we're experiencing in the very micro. Um, and so I, I uh, I can't wait. I, I I look forward to it, um, and maybe that's naivety. Naivete, you know, like maybe that's some thirty six year old who hasn't experienced <laughs> much hardship, mm-hmm. uh, like physically or whatever. You know, you know, I could be I could be sitting here. We could be on episode fifteen thousand of this podcast when we're when we're seventy six and uh, <laughs> and uh, have lived a lot harder life. 
but uh, but right now I'm looking forward to it. Right. Well, that's the interesting thing about getting older is when I have experienced stressful situations, when I've experienced really painful things, um, yes, they hurt in the moment and it can be really gloomy and dark. Um, but coming out the other end, I so far have come out stronger or come out, I'll say different. Um, cause I, you know, one of the things, one of the concepts behind wrestling with the angels is that story of, of Jacob and God wrestling. And he walks away physically weaker for the rest of his life. But in some ways he was strengthened in other ways he was strengthened. So physically he was weakened, but his, his faith was strengthened. Um, and that's kind of what I've seen getting older do for me is I have a lot less trust in myself and my own ability and far more trust in God. And um, that's sort of the, I've shared this verse before, I think, but I believe it's Revelation 21.5. It's where Jesus says, behold, I am making all things new. And so regardless of whatever it looks like around me, my past experience and the hope I have in Jesus, it, it helps me have a very positive outlook towards the future. I'm very optimistic. Um, I, I do have a, an optimistic outlook for things to come. And, yeah, um, I'd agree. Yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, man. I think I think when we I think as Christians we have reason to be optimistic. Right. So I think we want our optimism to kind of rub off on people. Yeah. Uh, cause them to kind of ask, like, man, why are you so optimistic about the future, especially in the social media sky is falling. Metaverse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we want to do today. We want to allow getting older to cause us to grow closer to God and closer to others. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace.